What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Maddie Chimber. I wish I could spell that. Somebody comment below. Comment. I feel like if you can spell a fart sound, you would officially win the... Nobel Peace Prize. The no, you'd win a. Is that? Why do I associate this, the Peace Prize with all of them? Guess what? If you can spell a fart, you're. It's like something that they're like, we don't need this. But how do you know? What if you can start spelling? You know, get deep with me. If you can start spelling sounds, there must be an uh, an array of algorithms out there and other scientific stuff that they can determine through sounds and. It just opened up doors. I feel like because of farts, we're just like, okay, that's an asshole. You're like, but you're not listening to it. You know what I'm saying? You got to really listen. Immature people hear, I hear, used to be food. (laughs) Uh, I want to get vocal cords just put in my asshole. How awesome. Would that just not be the most convenient thing on earth? Just fucking, what's up? Your butthole would just sound like every like degenerate cousin in any movie from the 80s or 90s. <laughs> That's a good idea, guys. Let's go back to the Peace Prize thing. Uh, I don't know. Doesn't that sound like it could be a thing? Like, really think. Maybe it's just this uh, K-cup that's uh, getting your boy horny. I got blood in my dick, so I think about science. Mm-hmm. You ever been, like, too horny? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Have you ever been, like, too horny? There's, like, there's, like, not horny enough. We always think about that. You're, like, not horny enough, horny hot zone. No one ever thinks about when you're past that and you're too horny. You ever been just been, like, okay, this is, like, a little much. You know, I don't need to be, I don't need to be this jazzed up. I don't know what my body's doing. It's, like, you ever and I was like maybe that's just my body wanting to you know reproduce that's all it is we you know that's instead of like you have another thing about another maybe symptom of wanting to reproduce it's what a what a weird thing what if there was like other shit like that because okay let's first off be honest that's what it is you get horny because it's your body like kicking you into gear to get used to like banging so you can populate and get things going. We're put on this earth. I know we have personalities and emotions. We're pe- we're individuals. We're here to just bang and bounce. Not bounce, but bang and just completely overpopulate. Real quick. I wonder if there's like a parallel. Well, I'm really deep. What the fuck's in this coffee? The CBD coffee, although I understand CBD is not. What gets you a j? What gets you fucking j? I almost said jazz jacked up. You ever have, I have like five things I want to say in my come out of my mouth right now? We're becoming that. What I'm about to say. Okay, so <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I wonder if there's like a, so they assume there's other Earths out there. You know what I'm saying? I wonder if there's any that are just, like, too populated. They're all just, like, fuck. And, and like, but they're not smart enough to stop. So it's just, like, <laughs> we're getting to that. 
So, like, let's think about this. We're here to reproduce, and when your body, like nature, when nature's trying to get you to do that, it makes you horny. That's a symptom of reproduction. I wish there was other weird chemical things that happen when your body wants to do, do other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like when your body wants you to dance, assuming dancing is like a, as important as like reproduction, just go with me, you pieces of shit. Uh, imagine your body just like let out a chemical that got you drunk. Cause we all know booze and dance floors equals, uh, it equals, it's funny, I was driving and I was like, if somebody put me on a dance floor right now and said, dance your best, like what would happen? If somebody took you right now and said, you have to go on that dance floor and dance your best without laughing, can you do that? And I don't think many people could. Or what would, even if you're not laughing, like could you, what would you do? I, I don't know. I realize like my dance IQ is not, to be perfectly honest right now, I feel like I would try to do some like hybrid robot with like waves and shit. Like I feel like a lot of people would do this. <laughs> oh God, this is wildly embarrassing. I feel like a lot of people would do maybe that. The legs are hard though. You got to have good coordination, but. I did a comedy class once. I know this is kind of embarrassing, but uh, funny enough, it was a guest teacher. And I'm not one of those people who shits on comedy classes all the time. The only reason I shit on comedy classes, I'm going to go back to the dance drug thing, don't worry, um, that I shit on comedy classes is because they have a tendency to like hinder. If it's a bad instructor, they want to keep you in the box and don't talk about that, do this. It's like, just let them figure it out for them fucking self. Anyways, the teacher who was a guest that time uh, had us all go on stage and had to, and just made us dance. And the, the point was like, be fine with being weird and uncomfortable, which I'm like, that's a good, I kind of like that. It was wildly embarrassing. And it's funny though, how like people still try to be funny in the dancing session in the, in the lesson at hand, you know? Uh, and I remember, I remember like just trying to like do this shit and it's like you can do it like sitting down and you're like you you're, you're like oh you know I uh I get it like if we're all driving and you're just like you do like two fucking moves you're like I think I can work uh, you know I think I can figure it out on the floor give me a wedding with a circle put on usher I'm sure I can figure it out but you don't realize your knowledge ends after this yeah you can maybe you can piggyback another move onto it, but you don't realize that's still fucking three and a half seconds. You got like a good 30 seconds. You, you blow your load pretty quick with the moves that you're used to doing in your car when you're pumped up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so anyways, uh, it was pretty good. I thought I was doing good until I realized I had no clue what I was doing. And uh, funny story, the teacher was Eric Griffin. <laughs> I don't know him. I don't know him personally, but he's like big in comedy as far as, you know, he's been on Workaholics. He's, look him up, E-R-I-K Griffin. Very funny guy, very nice person. 
So uh, hopefully me and him become friends one day and I can bring the story up and he can be like, yeah, I was fucking drunk. <laughs> I just wanted to watch you idiots. Di-. Like, I feel like a part of me, if I was like, I'm going to te- do a guest, you know, I'm going to teach a class as a guest for 20 of those minutes. I'm going to just, I'm going to enjoy it for myself. So, uh, yeah, our body's just releasing chemicals, baby. I never done, uh, I've never done any drug like a molly or like anything that like really fucks with your brain, serotonins and shit. Uh, but I was doing some research. Okay, say uh one more time. You f- motherfucker. Every kid in middle school, you knew a friend who did that, that thought they were cool because they smoke weed at 13. You're like, yeah, you're for sure not developing properly anymore. But uh, do you, Luke? Um... Every fucking kid had a friend in high school. He wore he wore a he wore a world industry shirt with those little flame guys on it, and he did shit like this. Mm, mm. And you're like, wow, you're ripping a bong at fucking thirteen. You're fr- I've smoked a bong in college. Yeah, that little kid was not doing that, but uh, good for fucking him. Um. Why were kids in middle? What a weird thing to think about as far as like middle school where you're just hitting puberty. And like I went into middle school like a fucking baby and I I came out a baby still, but it was just like that those couple years where you go from like fifth grade, you just want to play and play kickball and dick off and chill with your friends and stuff yeah you had crushes on girls but it wasn't like nothing crazy same with like sixth grade and by like eighth grade some kids are just like adults you're like the fuck you have a mustache some kids were rocking stashes like this in goddamn eighth grade this one kid he was a goth kid he always carried a uh shout outs to goths just being quiet and just doing their thing. I don't feel like they were, I feel like they were rarely lashing out, like to be the center of attention. They just like, they were just like, I'm dressing like this because I like it and either get on board or, and I feel like people just attack them. They're like, you fucking freaks. And we just bullied them out of society. Let's be honest. I think everybody bullied goths out of society. Uh, I feel bad for like that the kid is just like a goth and they just have to like, like any athlete the day they realize they can't play anymore. You got to like, as they say, hang it up. How many goth people just had to hang up in their closet, their chained chain shirt and their jinkos and the gauges. And then then one day they're just going to grab a dress shirt and they just catch a glimpse of it. And they're like, And that just does a flashback to them moshing at a corn concert, and they go, the good old days. And then he puts it on and goes to work in that, and he goes, fuck you! This kid, this goth guy I knew, goth guy, he was a fucking middle schooler, he carried a, um, he had a mouse, and he carried it in the snack-sized Pringle can. I thought that was pretty funny. And I was like, you're not taking care of that thing. But uh, maybe he did. Goths would do that. They would do some outlandish stuff. And the bathroom, the bathroom was the the goths' playground. I feel like you know, in the in the real world, they weren't exactly trying to uh, 
stir the pot, maybe visually, but uh, that's why there's that popular video of them dancing under the bridge, and they... <laughs> Again, they're getting made fun of because the most popular version of it is when they <laughs> they put uh, them dancing to... Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. You're like, can they just have one video where we don't fuck with them? And uh, But the bathroom is where the goths would play. <clears throat> this is our realm. You're like, where people shit and piss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Goth kids and maybe other skaters. Skaters and goths were in the same realm of uh, just, you know, whatever the fuck that was being dirty, carving anarchy into things. You're like, you all live with your moms. It's funnier to look back at now. They're like, fucking anarchy, dude. You're like, your mom made your lunch. (laughs) Well, guess what? I hope the government fucking pays for it. Oh, shit. In the bathroom, the goth kids would uh, choke each other out. Anybody who went to middle school saw that. I don't know. I don't think girls would do that. There was no goth girls getting choked out by each other. But I remember vividly walking in, had a piss, saw some goths just fucking around, and they would just push each other's necks into the wall and then just pass out. And I'm just like stepping over them to pee, just unconscious goth kid. <laughs> oh, the good old days, boys. Marilyn Manson was their their thing. Go watch old uh, talk shows with, um, go watch an old talk show where they would like, this is when parents, I don't remember this happening prior to that, maybe it did, but like when kids started like finally like rebelling and dressing weird, because like maybe, I guess in the 80s they must have started, probably 70s, I'm just going to keep going back, maybe the 20s too, but there weren't like talk shows back then, but nah, but I remember like I'm going to just say a name, even though it wasn't him, but like Maury Povich, they would, the parent brought their goth kid on. It's just funny, like how much the, how like oddly polite they were. They're like, I just like dressing like this. And the parents like, you're a piece of shit. And the audience member like, any questions? Like, no question. He's a piece of shit. And you're like, what the fuck are you guys attacking this poor, this poor uh, kid with his lizard and reptiles around him? Really hitting a dead end with this goth rant map. Hey, good job. Um, I don't know. I think farts are funny, but hey, see what happens when you just uh, peel off and uh, follow your brain. This is a good exercise of following my brain and how wildly ADD I am. And I realized uh, something you got to work on because not everybody wants to, you know, go down the path been a fun week with a uh, coronavirus i like to keep track of that i really i'm i don't want to say getting a kick out of it but i really enjoy the stis- here's a big word statistics side of things of tracking it i watched the briefings although i don't really care i saw our president mention this is such a fucking hacky thing yes he's talked about swallowing disinfectant everybody in their goddamn grandmother posted that like what, what, what? you're like yeah, he's a fucking idiot. It's just how many people pile on like that's a new... That's that's what annoys me. It's like you're not saying anything new. Like 
people, if you're going to post, our president said we should drink disinfectant, you're like, add a piece of you. Add, this is like me trying to be, I don't know, like status writing 101 with Maddie. Add a part of your life to that statement so we can see how it affects you directly. This is just like comedy 101. Don't just broadly say a vague thing and, you know, we got to talk about drinking disinfectant. Then fucking be like, uh, you know, tag it. Let's tag the tag joke. Maybe that's the punchline. Maybe you quote what he said and be like, wow, a lot coming from a guy who yelled at us for eating Tide Pods. See what you see. You can be creative, people. Let's not just all fucking pile on to the, uh, yeah, we all heard it train. We all, you know, that's a good point. The Tide Pod thing. That's a good callback. Somebody use it. Who's, who's listening? Like and share. Uh, yeah, I don't give a fuck, but, um, I do like, I don't know. Like, I, one thing I like keeping. Keeping track of that, this part's not that funny, but it's interesting. Maybe it'll give you a peace of mind. Uh, keeping track of that, I like because it puts me at ease where I can see where it's going. Like for Los Angeles, it's pretty cool. I don't know if other states, cities, wherever the fuck you're from has this, but I can actually see how many on our public health thing, how many people in my actual like city that I I live in West Hollywood, giving way too much information. I can see how many people in this area have it. And when you do that, it kind of, you could have a peace of mind. Like, okay, like for example, the little bubble city that I live in out here, there's 130 people with it out of 30 something thousand. Good peace of mind. You know, like I'm trying to like deconstruct everything that's happening because if you look, you go from the media reporting the world's going to blow up in five seconds because of this shit all the way down to like me finding out there's 130 people in fucking X amount of square miles. And you know what I'm saying? So you got to like find where you want to sit in this uh, fear scale of read everything on the internet and freak out and, you know, do a stupid shit based on that or dig in and fucking, you know, research. I think people generally, though, it's kind of like a, any sort anything that gives you anxiety. It's like, what I do have anxiety. <laughs> I can I can make fun of it. I have it. Having anxiety means I'm just in a haunted house all the time. I'm just like, oh, I'm going to get scared about f- picture frames today for no reason. Um, anyways, a lot of things, and if this is bothering you, and you could take this little tidbit of advice and apply it to anywhere that kind of gives you a little unsettling feeling is uh, it's hard to do. Easier said than done, but... um. You have to like educate yourself more because what a lot of people want to do is you see like, for example, you see something shitty on the news about, we'll say the coronavirus, obviously, we're, that's what we've been talking about, you fucking idiot. I'm talking about me, not you. Um, you see something shitty, freaks you out, and then you shut it off and I don't want to look at this. But you don't realize that's still, you know, bouncing around in the old noggin uh and uh, that was not done on purpose. Actually, my neck feels like tight. Did some pull-ups earlier. Your boy just beasting in pull-ups. <laughs> um, I uh, 
So you, your first instinct, shut it off, try to ignore it. Now, what I've learned in, the, in my years of freaking out is your anxiety comes when you are trying to control something that you can't control. And that tension is basically what anxiety is, let's be honest. So like I'm trying to, you know, uh, not think about whatever the freak scary thing you know I saw on the news or whatever or that bothered me and then I'm trying to not think about it in that tension of like dwelling on it and you know whatever so basically Matt get to the point do your own research and like dig in because you're going to realize the more you like research something or you know uh understand it more it'll put your mind at ease so you're not freaking the fuck out so like I said I go nothing against the rest of the world or whatever. I feel terrible, all the shit, but I'm like, let me just focus on my area because this is where I live and anything out of my area is out of my control. So I'm not going to worry about that. So I like how I went from talking about fart noises and, oh, that's what I want to talk about. The chemical thing. I'm going to write this down because I want to get back to that. It's such a bad, I'm going to be very professional now. I'm going to be very professional now. I'm going to show you what I wrote down <laughs> at the end of this. It's, just funny. it's funny that that's going to remind me of something. Uh, <laughs> um, but for real, if you have anxiety, I had it. It's a very shitty feeling. So just I go, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I want to know about this area. Cause then you can walk around and, and have a peace of mind and understand. So basically, like I said, I went on and I think most cities should be doing this now, but I went on like the public health thing, researched it, realized, you know, how many people a day keep adding it, uh, where, the, what areas have it, blah, blah, blah. So like when you start crunching those numbers, you feel better. And one thing that I'm realizing that they're not, they're not reporting on, which I feel like would make people feel better, but also probably act up more as far as like not caring and still going out is these numbers are the total cases like of confirmed, like when somebody was recovered, they kind of like got rid of that because no one's following up anymore. And I feel like they're oddly leaving the confirmed number, the high one, just out there because it's freaking people out. But you're like, this has been around for a month. The people who got it a month ago don't have it anymore. If like you ever thought about that? And today, so another thing, I was like, okay, I'm going to use what I have can research online and apply it to the overall number of LA. So I'm like, all right, let's see how long it lasts from the day you get it. Like, say you, how long does it last? Basically, cold lasts a week, you know, yada yada. So they said this thing can last on average two weeks if your symptoms are like mild or moderate. Obviously, if you have severe ones, you're in the hospital, but you're kind of out of circulation. So that's why I was trying to think. And even if you are a carrier, I'm a, I'm going to assume it's. It's out of your system in two weeks as well. I could be wrong, but so I looked at this chart and I, uh, this is so boring. I get a kick out of this. So, um, I looked at a chart that has all the dates and how much, where, what number we were at per day. And I basically from today counted back two weeks and I figured, okay, everything beyond that going from like the day it happened, those numbers are gone. So, that means like for LA, there's like 18,000 confirmed cases, but as of two weeks ago, from two weeks ago to the day it started happening in LA, that's like 8,500 people, right? So that means, okay, now out here there's like, I'm speculating there's still 10,000 people who have it, 
And even that number, I'm like, that could be different, but that makes you feel way better than seeing the gigantic fucking number they keep pushing in our face. So, anyways, just uh, don't shy away from things that are freaking you out. You got to go at them. You'll feel better. But, uh, yeah, I don't know why. I just feel like all this fucking... You know what's pissing me off with all this, too, is how, like, these... They're doing, like, these studies now, and I watch this thing with a doctor where what they're doing is, like, with the antibody tests, how... Uh, I like how people are like, we started watching this, your podcast, and not listen about this shit. Nothing I'm saying is going to freak you out. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> heard your arms fall off when you get it. They're doing like that antibody test, meaning they're testing like 100, 200 people and they're testing you to see if you've ever, if you have the antibody, which represents if you had it. And they did that and like 4% of the people out of the group they tested had it. So out of the 200 people, 4% of people have the antibody. And from there, that little number, they apply that to the population of this area and say, okay, with that being said, we're assuming 4% of everybody um, what's it called? Had the virus? You're like, how the fuck are you doing? Like, how do you assume that drastic of a number because of two? Like, I get what they're doing, but it. So it's like whatever, but they're not doing some crazy shit off that as far as like reopening stuff. But um, what's it called? This other fucking doctor I was watching some showed in fucking Bakersfield. It's a fucking dump up there. No offense if you're from there. Um. He was like saying how, okay, out of the 100,000 people they tested, 13% have it. So he's doing the same, but he's doing it as far as people who test positive for the actual virus. And now he's like, okay, if out of the amount we've tested, 13% of people have it. So he's applying that number to everything. And people are just doing this to get the mortality rate down, which you're like, uh, you know, I get what you're trying to do, but it's like you can't act on those numbers though because it's still a um it's a number we don't know so what am i trying to get at i don't know what i'm trying to go back to folks is how horny equals your body wanting to reproduce wants you to have little use running around more people so we can get them sick but i was thinking i was like i've never read a molly but i was like curious you know it's releasing chemical. It's not adding to your... When you take Molly, it just opens up some fucking valves in your brain, and that's why you feel good. So it's like... It's like you're just... It's a thing that is using your body's chemicals. Obviously, it's real. It's doing a little more than they typically do, and I was like, what other things uh, fucking do that? And I realized, like, when you orgasm, your body is releasing... Let's read this right now. Baby, come back. You think I can type? I'm going to say when you... I already fucked it up. No, I was right. What chemicals... Well, I must have comicals. Basically, what I'm getting at is when you nut or orgasm, whatever, it's releasing the same shit that Molly does. And I was like thinking, sometimes after I do that, dopamine, we got serotonin, we got some other crap that's fucking spewing out. Why is, how come when you write when your body orgasms, what chemicals are released? And now I got to show you this shit. 
What the fuck? Why is that the fucking picture? Yo, why is two Beatles banging as the goddamn picture for that fucking question? That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Hey, Internet. No. Um, I always say I have like a little life hack where it's like, I've never done Molly, but I will. And then you immediately switch over to YouTube and play music while you have the residual overload of dopamines. And uh, it sounds better. And I'm like, that's Molly. I'm do I'm life hacking Molly. Oh, you have to take a pill? I'm just going to fucking feed the geese and goddamn turn up some fucking uh, Diplo. And you have the same... It's like such a small amount of time. But it's the feet... You're like, why does music sound better like after? And it's like, duh. Molly, more like fucking... I've been really bad about these things where I set myself up like that and I can't think of a... Are you going to pop a Molly? I'm about to pop a nut. You see me at a rave, just my hand in my pants. They're like, you want Molly? I'm like, I got it. <laughs> uh, 30 minutes. Let's go. Um, what are we going to call this one? Spelling farts. That's a good clickbait thing. Uh, spelling farts, choking goths. And, uh, <laughs> fucking. What was the first one I said? My memory is getting so bad. S- what the fuck was the first one I just said? If it wasn't Molly Nuts, it has to be. I'm going to go back and listen. Oh, Spelling Farts, Choking Goths, and Molly Nuts. (laughs) Uh, I hope my neighbors are listening. Shout-outs to uh, Very Thin Walls. You know your apartment has thin walls when I can hear my fucking neighbors clipping their toenails. You see that? Baby, come back. The orgasmic history. All right, there's no... Love, lust. Lust sounds like a creepy. That's a gross thing. What happens in your brain during a female orgasm? Uh, run. Guys. <laughs> I'm kidding. Put on your pants and leave before she tries cuddling. Gay boys. This is the boys only podcast. If you want to be a Patreon member, you got to send me a picture of your dick. No, I'm kidding. Um, That's funny. What happens in your brain? Why are you assuming, like, what would happen in my brain? What happens in my brain? I'm like, is she faking? Is that for real? Because seems like she wasn't into it for quite a bit. Seems odd that she's uh, conveniently doing that now. Seems like she wants to get the fuck out. What happens to your brain when you have sex? Orgasm. How to trigger dopamine in a woman. All right, guys, who's, like... Hey, buddy, if you have to Google that, I'm just going to take a stab at you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Woman climax signs. Let's read these fucking lies. Uh... <laughs> oh, God. Symptoms. Ooh, there's symptoms. 
she monotonely says, wow, this is so good. Oh, my God. It says, an orgasm is a feeling of intense physical pleasure for a woman, and you know she's reached that when she starts fatting. <laughs> oh, girls, that's why you don't want to do it, because you got to fat. I'm sure we're making that. I'm kidding. That doesn't say that. It just shows these beetles fucking again. All right, guys, I'm done. I want to keep these around 30 minutes because... I don't think anyone watches this, and I got to go make chicken wings, so. Sorry if that hurt your ears. I, I'm just realizing that uh, this is audio. Um, What are we going to take away? If you guys can spell a fart in the comment section, I will uh, reward you somehow. Oh, by the way, um, this is what it said. I just wrote cum slash molly. <laughs> That's one of those post-its I hope I find in like a year, and I'm like, is that what it's made of? Um, all right. Guys, this has been episode 46, I think. Wow, that's crazy. Thank you for watching. Please like, share, uh, you know, tell your friends I make no sense. Uh, you know, I hope this just filled the dead air. While you're cleaning, if you're still listening, I appreciate it if you turned this off and for some reason you scrolled ahead to right now. Um, thanks for, uh, you know, supporting my dream. Really appreciate it. But anyways, stay safe. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.